Hey guys, welcome back to Sunday Glow. I'm Allison. And I'm Christine. All right, girl, how's your week been? How are you doing? Let's just catch up for a bit. Yeah, it's been a crazy week. Busy with school, finally finalized my schedule, and just did a little bit of traveling this past weekend. Um, But yeah, I feel like I've gotten so much accomplished. Not a lot of rest, but (laughs) here we are. (laughs) Here we freaking are. What about you? It's yeah, it's been a crazy week as per usual. Um, had an amazing weekend though. We celebrated my cousin's twenty second, went full out. We did the whole boat, city life, mm-hmm. went out. It was so fun. Um, now my body is catching up to me, I have to recuperate, but it was so fun. And I think this weekend really gave me a glimpse into like what taking advantage of living in the city really is like. So I was really happy. Oh, I love that. And it sounds like you're just making the most of literally every weekend. So really trying. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. So with it was funny. I was listening back to our other episode and like we literally talked about like making the most of our summer and our Mm -hmm. summer reflections. And we were like, wait, let's talk about our transition, like how we're going through the transitional periods. And Mm -hmm. here we are. We're going to be talking about how to make the most of our transitional periods. Yeah, I feel like. I don't know why, but we have just been in so many transitional periods in the past like year and a half because of yes. COVID and you were in your senior year. Like I now like we had the summer, you were in Atlanta, then you moved to New York, like we're going, you're going into a new job. I'm going into senior year. Like it's just like a lot, a lot, a lot of transition, a lot of growth, a lot of um, reflection. So this yeah. should be an interesting episode. Yeah, we're so excited to dive into just like the things that we're learning because again, it's not like we're experts on this, but I think every day it's important to honestly remind ourselves like this is a transitional period and just kind of carry this mindset. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're so excited to talk about that in a bit. Yay. Okay. So with that, let's set the tone for the week and share our Sunday intentions. All right, Allison, what's your intention for the week? So my intention for the week is really to slowly let go of the expectation to be perfect. And I think growing up, you know, I don't know if it's because I'm the oldest of three sisters or it's just like growing up in an Asian household, but I've always had this anxiety around being perfect. And like I've always just tried my best to show up perfect and portray this like put together all the time persona. But I think working has really taught me that no one's expecting you to come in the office perfect every single day I think as long as Mm -hmm. I'm able to show up and be the best that I can be that day that's all that I can ask for from myself so letting go of the expectation putting a lot of less pressure on myself and just giving myself grace day in and day out is really what I'm hoping to bring into this week I absolutely love that. And I think that's a lot of, or it takes a lot of reflection to figure that out. So that's awesome. So what's your intention for the week? So my intention for the week is to just get back into working out and finding new ways to move because I just have been off my game with it the past Mm -hmm. week and weekend. I like got to travel a little bit, which makes sense of me not working out, but just like with school I've been trying to figure out like my schedule literally on the day of like the last day to schedule classes I got into a class that I wasn't expecting to get into so 
it was good, but I found out that they already picked groups for that class, which is not oh, great. God, I hate that. So I'm just going to be like at the very end, like picking a random group. But anyways, um, regardless, I just like haven't had time to actually I have had time. I just have chosen not to work mm. out just because it wasn't the easiest thing to do at the moment. And so that's something I want to challenge myself to do this week is to make some intentional time to work out. I don't want us to just do my soul cycle bike anymore. Like 24 seven like that's Stop. all i do wait um, give me the tea yeah i don't know i just want to try something that's more gonna like work my muscles okay. and not that soul cycle doesn't i think that it's just it only works certain muscles right but i want to like get a full body workout so i wanted to try that app that you recommended one week or alive yes yeah alive or the sweat app Ooh, um, yes. That one's like super popular and like I think it's like more of an at-home thing because I don't want to go to the gym because I go to my gym is like all students and I just don't freaks, call on text, don't look at it. Yeah, that's <laughs> like I I don't want to see people I know when I go to the gym. So we'll I see really what happens. Yeah. Um but that's that's the goal for the week. Do you think that your body's like so used to soul cycles that it's like not even hard anymore? Um it depends like there's definitely like certain instructors on the bike that no matter if I'm like good at it or bad at it like it's a hard workout (laughs) um I think what I have to remind myself is just to keep pushing myself to like try new limits and like Mm. sometimes on the workouts now like with certain instructors I need to like turn it more than they say to because I notice myself just like not getting into it I also noticed my heart rate doesn't go as high anymore which I think is because my body's used to it so I just need to like like it's all what you make it totally you can make the workout hard or you can make the workout easy so I just need to work on making it more harder that's funny you mention it because I I am like just getting back into cycling with like the peloton bike Mm -hmm. and I'm like shit is so hard I'm like they're still trying me they're telling me to crank the resistance up and I'm like I can't I like my legs cannot (laughs) do it um but I totally agree like there's something about when you get into a workout for so long and you become so obsessed with it but your body gets used to it and you really have Mm -hmm. to switch things up and like challenge yourself again so I think trying out like like you said something more weight focus like focused on like strength training that can be really helpful yeah and I think you'll also almost rediscover like how strong you are when you try something new yeah and I don't get sore anymore which is that's how I know okay I used to have to use my like massage gun thing for your body yeah I used to have to use that like every week like my body was so sore like hurt to pee like (laughs) it was like my legs are so sore but like now I don't use it at all because I don't get sore so that's how I know I really need to switch it up oh my god that's crazy like now I think the strength training it'll definitely get you sore because oh, you're just for gonna sure. use like yeah. different muscle groups and stuff but literally after like one peloton ride I was like I need to like sit down for <laughs> hours because it was sore but that's a good sign like are you sore I like to feel sore Do you like to feel sore? yeah I love feeling yeah. sore I'm like okay now I know it's working facts so <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> All right, so now let's hop into our current faves of the week. All right, Allison, what's your first favorite? 
So my first fave is this like Aritzia short sleeve. It's just like this TNA rib short sleeve tee. Super basic. I'm wearing it in this like gray color right now. I just like to wear it with like sweatpants, mm-hmm. um, baggy jeans. Not really much to say about it. It just fits really well. And it's rare for me to find like a nice, f- like good fitting short sleeve tee that isn't too loose, isn't too tight. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really like that one. Cute. I feel like yes. you're all about the basics. Yes, because your closet is so small, so you have to like. You gotta make the most of it. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Yes. So, what's your first fave? So my first favorite is the Tumi nylon backpack. Um, I it was such a random favorite. I just like use this backpack for literally everything, for like traveling, for school. Mm -hmm. I used it during my internship when I was in person. It's just like the perfect backpack because the back pocket has a padded sleeve so you can put like your computer and then has the regular pocket, has plenty of front side pockets. I wish it had a water bottle sleeve. I I was going to ask. The water bottle sleeve is essential. I know it doesn't have one, but I like the side sleeves to begin with. They're like zippered like pockets. And then in the front, it has like a little, what do you call those things? Like just like something you can just drop your phone into or your airpods yeah like a little insert yeah yeah so that makes it super convenient so really love this backpack i've had it it also has like the the luggage sleeve so you can like put it on top of your suitcase and like not have to like figure it out like it'll just stay so i really like it i've had it since like beginning of my sophomore year of college and nice. it's senior year now and I don't see myself getting rid of it anytime soon so it's a great investment I think that's when you know it's good it's like you've been using it for multiple years seasons and you also mm-hmm. have like different uses so that's awesome yeah all right what's your second favorite so my second fave is Drake's new album certified lover boy I'm sure everyone has been yes. listening to it literally everyone on my instagram is like post i don't know how i feel about the whole like posting what you're listening to on instagram i don't really need to see and i think it's funny when like everyone posts the same thing it's like okay Mm -hmm. we get it you're listening to drake but it's good it is good my top three songs girls want girls poppy's home and fair trade that's all i gotta say I, to it. I love that. <laughs> I want it to be my fave too, but I was like, I saw you were going to write that. So I was like, okay, <laughs> that's, that's good enough. But I literally, I just got off an eight hour flight and I listened to it the entire time. Stop. So good. Just and on there's shuffle. Like, there's controversy about that album versus Kanye's new album. And I'm like Drake's mm-hmm. album all the way. I haven't listened to Kanye's new album. Tea. So have you? <laughs> I've, well, my cousin's like the biggest Kanye fan ever, so we have. But oh, okay. he's just not like my favorite genre of okay. music, I guess. Like I'm just more into like Drake's like pop rap kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, been loving it. I love that. My favorite song, I don't know why it's called In the Bible. Ooh. It has Giveon in it. Oh my god, I love Giveon. Of he's course. Like the best person ever. Um I also love Fair Trade. What other songs do I like? I know Fair Trade's good yeah those are the two main songs that i love yes um but i agree great album if you haven't listened to it like literally gonna be on shuffle for a very long time so (laughs) (laughs) all right what's your second fave so my second favorite is god wants you happy it's a book that that's so cute yeah i want to hear about it 
I got, so I found this recommendation through my OAM. It's like my, one of my professors last semester. Mm. And at the very end of the semester, like our last class, she had like this slide with all these books on it. And this was one of them. And so I ended up buying it and then I never read it. And then I, I like to read on planes. And so I read this book really, really good. I feel like it's basically if you're really into your faith and you're really into self-help this is a really good book for you so sounds like just up your alley (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's literally like basically how to like take self-help and like apply it in a way that like incorporates your faith in a sense or Mm. like do it in a way that is your faith and what I really liked about it was that I won't like spoil it I mean there's not really a story behind it it's more so like the way to kind of figure out like your life based on faith hope and love and like living in faith hope and love which i really liked um and it kind of just brought to this thing of like okay like you can do like with self-help it's like you're in control and like that's like your only like destiny or i guess you could say Mm -hmm. versus like within this book it's more of like you are in control and you need to like make the necessary steps and actions to get into the direction you want to be. But at some point it's God's grace that takes you further. And there's some things that are out of your control that you have to leave up to God and you can pray about it. Um, and you should pray about it and you should like continuously like have this conversation, like figure out how to speak with him. But, um, like at the end of the day, it's up to God's plan and his, used to like trust in that and I think reading that before going to Hawaii was like very like nice for me because I was like I feel like that let me have a lot of peace when I was like there and so casual in Hawaii yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) really making the most of my travel benefits while I still have them so but anyways yeah I really love that book really recommend it to anyone Dang, I want to read this book because I feel like there's so much peace in like relinquishing that control because you're like, oh, like God's got it. I don't have to stress so much about it. Like it's all in his plan. Yeah. And there was a lot about living with God in the sense of like not feeling like you are alone. Like you're always like your first and foremost relationship should be with God, which is so true. But I think sometimes I could lose control, like lose sight of that because I am like, oh, I don't want to be alone. Like, I think post-grad too, I'm like, I'm going to be so lonely, like in my own apartment and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like, no, I'm not alone. I have God. I have that relationship. And like, I need to work on that between now and like my future in order to ensure that I'm living a life with him and not alone. Wow. And I think Living that life with him by your side. Yeah. That's and I think beautiful. that <laughs> I feel like that opens up so many doors <laughs> too of like, like letting in God's grace. So anyways. Yeah. Girl, I love that. Oh my God. I'm ready. I'm ready to read it. Yes. I mean, I'll mail it to you. I'll bring it to you when we see each other. Oh yes. Surprise guys. We're yes. seeing each other yes. soon. Get excited. We are going to record a ton of episodes and so excited. I think the in-person recording is just like a whole different yeah get ready Feel. this is gonna be so. a ball game <laughs> yes all, all right. right so be sure to check out more of our faves on our website sendingglowpod.com and with that let's dive into this week's episode 
right, so we are so excited to talk about this week's episode, really making the most out of your transitional periods. Now, this is just super relevant to where we're both at in life because Christine is transitioning to her senior year of college and I'm transitioning to my post-grad life. But with so much change, it really requires us to take a step back and find ways to make the most out of these transitory periods. After all, these periods are, you know, transitory. They won't last forever, but we really believe that it's taking these periods of being uncomfortable, navigating change, and experiencing new things where you're really able to discover new depths of yourself and grow into a better version of yourself. And as we mentioned before, we're not experts on this topic as we're literally just two (laughs) 20-somethings navigating this in our day-to-day, but really we want to share our mindset and just the very things that we do to make the most out of these periods of our lives. I love that. I think that's awesome. And I think that it's hard to have a positive look on it, but these transitional periods are such a good time to force yourself to grow. So yeah, like changes scary. And I Mm -hmm. think since we've talked all about this in our like navigating change episode, but I think since we were young, it was always something that we feared, like something that was different and like putting ourselves in uncomfortable situations was something that we absolutely did not want to do. Mm-hmm. But as we're both getting older, I think we're realizing that change is inevitable. And in order for us to grow, we have to get uncomfortable. We have to go through these periods of changing and evolving and transitioning to new, whether that's environments or just positions to be in. So we're super excited to talk about that in today's episode. Yay. All right. So what's your first thing? So the first thing that I'm doing to really make sure I'm making the most out of these like transitional periods is allowing myself to be a novice and really giving myself the grace to be a learner. So I think honestly, one of the biggest obstacles that I've had to overcome is being okay with being a novice again. You know, for my first time entering college, I remember being so uncomfortable being new to campus you know, you're fresh out of high school, you're like the biggest dog in school, Mm -hmm. like you know everything, you finally feel like you're at the top of the food chain. And having to start over in college, feeling like I have to rely on others, not really knowing where things were, and overall just not feeling self-sufficient was something that I was really uncomfortable with. But it was only after leaning into this new position of like being new, Mm -hmm. was I really able to feel and become like self-sufficient you know instead of finding a place on my own and never asking for help I really forced myself to ask for help and I was shameless in asking questions you know I told myself it was okay to not always be in the know and I think that truly the only way to learn is to ask questions and be curious Um, I really had to stop judging myself and being hard on myself for not picking something up from day one and this is super relevant to where I'm at now you know, moving to a new place and starting a new job are both huge changes I've had to navigate these last few months. And it, it's brutal out here. Like, I just got to <laughs> say that. Like, I think it's so glamorized, this idea of post-grad life. Like, new apartment, new city, um, new friends, new job. Like, so much fun. I'm thriving. But mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you, like, it's not all butterflies, sunshines, and rainbows all the time. Like, it's going to be hard. You're going to feel – well, you're not you're going to feel. I have felt, like, lonely or – um not a hundred percent self-sufficient because I'm new to this whole thing Mm -hmm. and I think I'm realizing like especially with work there's really no 
pause button to life where you can just kind of step away, regroup, figure everything out, and mm-hmm. then come back having everything you know and move forward. It's only by me really leaning into this new position and allowing myself to learn from the bottom am I able to really become more experienced and later self-sufficient and independent. So I think in the beginning, work-wise, I really struggled asking for help and like voicing when I needed direction. You know, I thought, okay, I'm just going to figure this out on my own and not bother anyone. Like I literally, I remember the first week with my manager she would tell me what to do or like mm-hmm. ask me to do something and I'd be like okay perfect okay amazing and then I would like go back <laughs> and be like wait what am I doing like I just didn't want to ask for help or make her think that I didn't know what I was doing but hey mm-hmm. this is like my second day of course I don't know what I'm doing you know mm-hmm. but um fortunately I'm really lucky to be working at a place where they encourage you to speak up and where they honestly want you to ask for help and ask questions so I really learned to take advantage of this whole perspective and asking for help and viewing that it's not a sign of weakness and bothering someone but it's an active step to you becoming better and just gaining greater knowledge Mm -hmm. um and even like the move I think moving to a new place I felt like I had to rush to just become so acquainted with everything to figure everything out to have my spots to know exactly what I was doing but I'm learning to let myself be a new resident let myself get lost you know like I'm only going to be a new resident here for so long like everything Mm -hmm. like I said before is transitory like let yourself kind of be a novice and give yourself the grace to learn from that position that was a whole mouthful (laughs) I know I love that and I think it it takes a lot of reflection because at some point you're just like or at the beginning you're just like living it you're just doing what feels comfortable you're doing it and then it sounded like at some point you stood stood back and you were like okay like I need to figure out how to regroup know like what my priorities are and know that you can ask questions that you can be a novice and it's definitely easier said than done, but it seems like you've been able to accomplish that in one way or another in every aspect of your life. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. And honestly, it took me like making mistakes at work to be like, okay, Mm -hmm. I actually don't know what I'm doing. Like it took me getting lost on the subways and being like, okay, I ended up in like uptown. Like where am I (laughs) I going? Um, So let yourself make those mistakes. Yeah. It definitely is a growing experience for sure. Yeah. It's always the mistakes that's what it sets really you, is. gets you, you ahead. Mistakes. Yeah, for sure. All right. So what's the first thing that you've done to make the most out of your transitional period? So the first thing that I've done is just being present. Um, I think for me, it's, I, you guys know, I love looking into the future, very future oriented <laughs> type of person. So I love planning, but at the end of the day, it's these transitional phases of life that are going to be leading you to something else. And so I really want to make the most of this short period of time that I have. And I really want to embrace it and be able to look back on it and say, wow, that was incredible. I knew that I wasn't looking so far in the future. I was more so looking at where I was. I was living the moment, living in the moment and embracing every second of it. And I think that I've done decent job at that so far with like senior year because I think that my junior my second semester of junior year I was just very very future oriented for some reason maybe it was just a matter of me being we were all online and we had nothing else to do so like looking into the future seemed great so 
yeah i don't know i feel like this senior year so far like knock on wood i'm only a few weeks in but i feel like i'm really being present and soaking in every moment and not really thinking so far into the future and really having peace knowing that the future is ahead of me and it will work out the way it works out but in the moment like i can just embrace where i'm at so that's my first take so comparing like i guess how you approach your junior year to how you're approaching now like what do you think are the tangible things that have changed in terms of how you're now being present um well one just the time has been like filled so much more senior year because we're in person we have to walk places we have in-person meetings so like the commute times is just a lot different also it's just so much easier to be with people all the time Mm -hmm. and so that's been nice um traveling kind of back to normal to an extent so i've been doing a little bit of that whereas before it was online class next to my bed in bed sleeping or in bed doing work and then the weekends doing nothing so it's like (laughs) very different lifestyle in terms of being in person versus being online because of covid and all the things that you have to do or you can't do when you're in a pandemic which is fair but there's so many opportunities now to do everything that you want. Um, so I'm yeah. just trying to make the most of that. And like looking back at COVID, obviously we were so much more forward thinking because the present just felt so stagnant. Like we couldn't yeah. go anywhere. We were so restricted. But I mean, obviously COVID was a terrible time and I would never ask for that again. And mm-hmm. it's unfortunate that like so much like catastrophe happened but I feel like because we experienced that we now are really taking advantage of like wait there is so much opportunity here Mm -hmm. there's so much to do in life and like you really want to make the most of it now that we're able to yeah it's almost like we get to appreciate it more because we didn't get to have it for the past year so a hundred percent yeah so what's your second take on making the most of transitional periods so I'm really trying to just think beyond myself. I think sometimes when going through these transitions, we can get really hyper-focused on ourselves, you know, Mm -hmm. like not dramatizing, but kind of, I guess, being very self-centered. Like, this is the, this is so, such a big deal. Like, I mean, it is a big deal, but I think that leaning into others and offering support for others has actually helped me navigate my own transition. Mm -hmm. So, in the beginning, obviously moving and starting a new job, it's so overwhelming. But I find that how I've been able to deal with it is asking others how they're doing with their transition. Because we're all going through a different transition, like one way or another. Mm-hmm. But when I started to think beyond myself and started hearing others out on their struggles and experiences that they're navigating through, whether it was like my coworkers and us getting more personal about like, um, like our love lives or like my friends and how they're navigating like new jobs, new moves, all that stuff. Um, I not only felt like a deeper connection with people, but also realized that everyone is going through some type of transition, probably at all times, mm-hmm. making my situation feel a lot less alienating and mm-hmm. impossible, you know. I think that there's just huge power in connecting through like vulnerability. And the moment that I opened that conversation with others, I opened the dialogue to openly share about like the hard times and offer support. And especially in a new 
environment and a new job and a new grade whatever it may be I think that there is underestimated how just like simply sharing a struggle can be with someone like mm-hmm. simply being like oh my god this has been really tough on me and they're gonna be like wait same and then yeah. you just open that dialogue and you just become so much closer to that person so I think that focusing on just myself for too long can really be debilitating and you know it's okay like that's enough for today that's enough thinking about me for today but focusing on someone else and hearing their story can really make mine feel so much less intense and can be really comforting for me so I think that's really been helpful is just having that shared conversation and that safe space to be like hey like I'm here for you too just Mm -hmm. because we're all going through our own things doesn't mean that like I don't want to hear about what you're going through yeah that is so so true I didn't even think of that because that it reminds me of my internship of how we were all struggling and especially on an online format it was like okay like do we tell them we're struggling or do we just continue to struggle alone (laughs) and I mean for us something beautiful came out of it we were able to just connect on a weekly basis about what we were doing and listen to like our struggles on each end and say like hey like oh you're struggling with this like maybe I can help you in this way like Mm. maybe this can apply this is something that I've learned and so I I agree there's so much to learn about other people and connect with other people by sharing your struggles I think sometimes they're looked at in a negative way but sometimes it's like we're all human beings at the end of the day we're going to struggle so there can be something beautiful that comes out of sharing that struggle and being open with people and listening to other people so yeah I think that's awesome yeah and like honestly tying it back to what you said about the book about doing life like with God Mm -hmm. that just reminded me like doing life with people like you don't Mm -hmm. have to be doing these things alone like siloed you're not in this alone yeah I can guarantee you that in school like if we were able to cultivate an environment where it wasn't as like 1v1 and it was like, hey, like if you're struggling with this, like let me help you out. Same with work. Like, hey, I need help with this. I think that we'd all be so much like healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like being okay, being the one initiating that conversation, I think is really important. Yeah, for sure. So what's something else that you've done to kind of navigate this time? So my second thing is just looking at this time as a period to grow, like grow a lot, essentially. Um, Freaking grow. (laughs) Literally. I mean, transition, like we were saying before, it's super uncomfortable because you're moving from one thing that you were so used to to another thing that you're not used to, potentially something that you've never experienced before. And so looking at this time as a chance to grow in any aspect of your life, whether that's with relationships, whether that's with personal growth or career growth anything I think looking at it in that mindset just makes you know that being uncomfortable is okay and is necessary to grow and if it's something that you've been dreaming of in terms of growth like I really wanted to achieve this thing like you have to know that that takes growth to get from one place to another and this might be your time and your opportunity to do so and so kind of tying into my last point where you have to be present you have to just live in the moment and embrace every second of it kind of ties into the fact of okay like you have this opportunity now to take advantage and accelerate that growth that you've always wanted in a sense Mm -hmm. 
Do you feel like when you're uncomfortable, like what are some things that you do to remind yourself like, well, this like I think it's it's obviously easier said to just be like, oh, my God, this is a period of growth, like grow, grow, grow. <laughs> like, are there things that you do to remind yourself like it's OK to be uncomfortable? Um, I think just reflection is just huge in terms of knowing where I'm at and like where I should or where I could go. So like even for senior year so far, I just noticed that I have been haven't been reaching out to as many people as I would prefer. And so knowing that I think my goal is to say like, okay, like if I want to grow like in friendships and with other people, I need to be more open to like people in my class, especially beginning the semester, like making sure that I'm really reaching out to like new people, um, being more friendly, not sitting next to like people I know every single time I go to class. And so looking at it with that mindset of just reflecting consistently, um, that really helps because then I know like, okay, this is where I'm at. This is where I need to go. And this is the gap between there. Mm. That's awesome. Thanks. All right. What's your third thing? So my final thing about how I'm making the most out of these transitional periods is really just being open to new opportunities and saying yes. I think that navigating transition means exposure to new people and new opportunities. And I can say that the last few months I've met so many people, experienced so much newness and just been forced outside of my comfort zone. And I think I'm really lucky that I have a really strong support system out here, like friends and family. Um, I'm able to like lean on them during this really transitional time um but I also think that having that strong support system can sometimes almost deter you from like stepping out of your comfort zone because you're so comfortable with these people um but luckily enough like I do have these people who are like by my side challenging me like no Allison you're gonna do this like something so silly I was like talking to my friend and I'm like like do I say this and they're like Allison do it send it I'm gonna send it for you and it's just like (laughs) you need those people who are going to challenge you and who are going Mm -hmm. to push you out to your comfort zone because they know it's better for you so I think for opportunities that I know I should do but I'm too scared to do I really have to ask myself like okay we can either not do it and just stay where we're at or we can try and see what happens and I usually try to go with the latter it's definitely difficult but I think almost reframing not every single decision but reframing like some bigger decisions like okay we can either choose to stay stagnant here or we can just say yes be open and see what happens Mm -hmm. honestly you'd be surprised like you may I feel like some of the best things that come out of life are when you're least expecting it when you don't plan for when you just happen to say yes and have that open mindset Mm -hmm. so that's really the mindset that I'm really trying to go with during this transitional time I love that it's all about who you surround yourself with and it seems like the people in your life are all in the same transitory Mm -hmm. phase um and that helps because you guys are all in the same phase so it almost ties into your second point of saying okay like let's share let's be more open let's like be aware that you're not the only one going through this and it seems like a lot of people around you are also going through the same thing and so in terms of like it being the people you surround yourself with you guys are consistently looking to seek out new opportunities to say yes more to like meet new people um and really just make the most of your new life in the city and i think that's awesome yeah i think it's such a green flag and it's something that's so 
um undervalued but it's like having a friend who's able to push you outside your comfort zone like it's so easy to just tell your friend like yeah just do what makes you feel comfortable like sometimes we have to be uncomfortable Mm -hmm. in order to get what we want but I think having people by your corner to like remind you that is really important Mm -hmm. for sure so what's your final thing so my final thing is just being grateful and looking at it with a positive mindset um I think the thing that I have to remind myself the most is that this is a short period of time and I need to be grateful for the blessing that I don't have to stay in this stagnant position in my life Mm -hmm. and there's always a way to look at something in a positive mindset. And I think that can change a whole experience. Um, we've all gone through rough times in our life, but I think it's the way you choose to look at something that affects how you show up. Mm-hmm. And for me, I try to take every negative experience and look at it with a positive eye. Um, whether that means telling myself that it was a blessing because I learned this thing or telling myself that I had to go through this to get to this other place that I ended up and so I don't feel like senior year is a negative transition transition why can't I say this word I don't think senior year is a negative transition period for me now but I think that COVID was Mm -hmm. and I felt like looking at the other side of it and saying okay like covid taught me so many things i grew in so many ways yeah and that is what helped me get to where i am today versus all of the missed experiences the missed um things that i would have been able to experience of my junior year yeah so yeah just having that positive mindset and really being grateful for every blessing that comes out of these transitional periods I feel like that's something that we both constantly remind each other mm-hmm. is to not like live in the past because I think some of my other friends sometimes can be like, oh, I don't want to say like pity themselves, but like kind of like, oh, I wish I had that senior year. Yeah. Like, our senior year sucked. Like I wish we had X, Y, and Z. And I feel like, yes, like we can be like, oh, I wish we did that. But I feel like there's no point in like mourning what we what could have been. Mm-hmm. I think the only way to move forward positively is to like you said be grateful for what has happened Mm -hmm. and just try to move forward viewing those negative things as things that happened for us not to us Mm -hmm. um so I think that's really important and I love that yay all right so we're gonna wrap up with this quote of the week and it's the key to change is to let go of fear and I feel like fear is just fear and uncomfortable as we've talked about before is just the word of the year because going through so many transitions from COVID to moving to just, you know, experiencing new internships, new grades, new jobs, like life is just gonna become even harder. So I think being uncomfortable, not being afraid to put yourself in situations where you may be fearful and you may be uncomfortable is really the key to just making sure you're making the most out of the opportunities that are presented to you um so we really hope that we offered some insight on how you can navigate your period of transition and not view it as something that's scary but that's something that's necessary to grow i love that make sure to follow us on instagram at sunday glow pod check out our favorite and safe to date on all things sunday glow on sundayglowpod.com and we'll see you guys next sunday bye bye